You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to Axe to Grind. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I am Tom. Mm, thought I'd mix it up today, fellas. <clears throat> like, it was okay. It was all it's right. It's confusing. Um, it's, you know like when they do a like, confusion in the marketplace? Uh-huh. Like that's a way like you, you can get sued for it? Sure. That was confusion in the marketplace. I expect to see you in court. Uh, that's it. We kind of have some heavy stuff to get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stop the jokey jokes because uh, there's a lot going on, and uh, th- let's let's touch on it. So first, uh, want to talk about an old friend, uh, Matt Summers. Um, many of you would know him from the band Shark Attack. He sang in. Uh, before that, he was he played in the band Rain of the Parade, um, and he also did the record label My War Records, which if you're not familiar, you should get familiar. Great label who did a lot of really great stuff, especially if you like 80s sounding hardcore. Um, yo, he had a tough accident day before Thanksgiving. Um, brain injury. Good news is he's doing better. Hard news is that there's a long road in front. Um and he is uh he's doing better by all reports you know um my heart is out to him his family and and the many loved ones he has in his life and and for real this is a dude who deserves it uh, has always been a great guy to me to my friends to basically i think anybody who came across his path he was a good guy too so um he I was has saying a that. go what were you, you were saying that so my uh, to a uh, friend, uh, mutual friend Chuck, I was like, yeah, he's like a really loved and respected person in hardcore who's been around for a long time. And usually, after a while, you kind of lose that, lose your luster. Sure. And to this day, that dude is still a you know he's a very loved and respected dude. Even from I mean I don't know him that well, you know like but like yeah yeah I've never heard anything but awesome things about this guy. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a great dude. Um, yeah, that's why it was it, it was kind of a, a somber thing to get uh, a note about that on thanksgiving and um so anyways uh there is a gofundme we're gonna have a link uh in the show notes um in addition uh so please 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 go support that um in addition uh some friends of his are organizing an event kind of a, a raffle and a uh you know a little um get together uh fundraiser and raffle for his medical expenses in Philly at Tattooed Mom, uh, Sunday, December 11th, 7 to 11 p.m. It's 21 and up. But from what I understand, they were able to get uh, a few items for the raffle, different stuff, and, and I think all, all the proceeds are going to go towards his, his medical expenses. So if you are in the greater Philadelphia area, try to make it out to that. Very cool thing. 
Um, and if you're not, do what you can. Throw a couple bucks towards his GoFundMe. Uh, to a great dude. Um, and I, I think there are other efforts being worked on, but uh, you know that's all that we got on that for right now. Uh, so thoughts and thoughts and prayers, as they say. Uh, can you pray if you're not religious? Yeah, you can just be mindful of something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think there's yeah. a value to keeping shit in your thoughts. Yeah, thoughts and thoughts to uh, to a great person, Matt Summers. Um, unfortunately, that's not the only heaviness we got. Uh, fella from St. Louis area, um, the former bass player for Time and Pressure. Time and Blake Pressure. Fowler passed. Uh, suddenly passed away. Um, Last week. Yeah. And there's a GoFundMe for, you know, some of the expenses that go along with his funeral and memorial. Um, I, I have some close personals who were close personals with Blake. I never knew the fella, but they were heartbroken. Um, and the people from Time and Pressure have been longtime supporters of Axe to Grind. Uh, the band ripped. And. It's really tough. I, I, I think about these things, and um, when you lose someone unexpectedly, um, obviously you're sad for the person who's no longer there, but you're you're also sad for the people who are are still here. Um, there is a memorial show happening uh, in January, January 28th at Off Broadway in St. Louis. Um, time and pressure, chemical fix, prevention, direct measure, and squint. Um, all ages, doors at seven. So keep that. We'll we'll obviously broadcast that again. But for right now, uh, we'll again we'll have the link to the GoFundMe in our notes. Um, hate starting an episode like this. Hate it. Uh, but yeah. more hate that these things happen, and hate to yeah. see these kind of rough things happen. So uh, thoughts out to Blake, his family, uh, old friends. Yep. Our buddies yeah. from Time and Pressure, um, everybody who had a place for them, him in their heart. Uh, Check in on your friends. You guys. Yep. Send a meme. Um, guys, let's take the deep breath. Yeah. All right. Um, we are going to get back into the world of hardcore in the more positive light side of things. Uh, I want to say thank you. To our sponsors, Closed Casket Activities. Mm. Thank you to our sponsor, Deathwish Inc. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our sponsor, Run for Cover Records. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, To Live a Lie. We got see, it's kind of like it's like an increasing. We're we're getting our Scooby snacks in. Uh, today, 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 we are going to focus on two. I want to start with uh, Run for Cover. Did we talk about the Narrowhead Moments of Clarity record? I believe we did. We did. Yes. Okay. Have we talked about the Basement Color Me and Kindness Deluxe Edition? We did because we talked about Covet and how it should be. Yep. It could be like a number one hit. I have yes. something that we could talk about, but I don't know. It's not for sale anymore, <laughs> which doesn't help. I got my rival schools, my rival schools record yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But I bought the deluxe edition. You got one too, right, yeah. Bob? Oh, oh yeah, I got one. Did it did it arrive? Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really oh, shit. 
It's in Pat. It's in a bound book with all photos, but like it's, you know, it's like a 12 inch book. So the photo like tour passes and dude, it is so well done. And it's got a full record of unruly stuff. Mm. A full LP. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good material. Um, we have talked about that one. We've talked about the newer turnover record. You know, we haven't mentioned the Sea Haven uh, Winter Forever reissue, 10 year. That one is something I think a lot of people should check out if you're unfamiliar. We're a part of the whole run for cover thing that really, really popped off. Yeah. Um, if you haven't checked out their Magic Circle vinyl subscription, that is the only way you can get that Rival Schools uh, reissue. And it's on the most limited version. So maybe think about making that subscription. What it is to say is that uh, Run for Cover has had a high level 2022, and we didn't mention about 10 other releases, including one that is on my end of the year best of records. But I want to highlight the new single by One Step Closer that got released. Oh, um, yeah. Talk on it. Great talk song. on it. Dark blue, kind of digital only, little tease. I, maybe they got some other new stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh-huh. Go check it out. Whoa. Streaming everywhere where songs stream. Um, uh, they got a show in Asbury Park, New Jersey coming up this Friday. Is that Friday? That's Friday. No, the Saturday. 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 Uh, with Fiddlehead and Mind Force and Hotline TNT. Looks like a killer show. Um, and reaching and out. Go, and reaching out. Shout out reaching from out. Jersey. Sorry. It's from Jersey. And they got a Japanese and Southeast Asia and Australia tour. One Step Closer will be playing Perth on February 19th at Lucy's Love Shack. Pat will be there signing autographs and That's right. taking photos. There will be a photo opportunity with Patrick Kinlan at wow. Perth. Wow. Will you be so, in in Perth, Pat? Well, uh, February 19th. Pat doesn't know. What am I asking? He doesn't he know if he's going to be in Perth next week. Yeah, he, right, he likely will be. He's coming stateside in uh, March, though. So Yeah, so so uh, I'm going to give you a little. There's a um, – okay. Behind the music. Was yeah, so, so I, don't, I don't think we've announced it, but we start a tour uh, almost in like the last day of February, you know, some shit like mm. that. And Is it a leap year? Uh, it's, I don't know if it's a late year. That's a good question. Anyway. Um, so I told my folks I'd go visit them before that. Uh, how nice that that is, uh, the, that would be my 90 days. Uh, that, so I have to get the fuck out of the country of Australia every 90 days, right? Every 90 days until that true. Yeah, yeah, until we get a, Or is this like the people that come check out your apartment every fucking two weeks? No, that's real. And any any of our listeners who are like, I, I've never had that happen. That's uh, You're wealthy. It, trust me, it happens to the rest of us. Uh, so here's the deal. I'm on a, a tourist visa until my girl and I figure out exactly what the move is. Uh, yep. by, by the way, nobody, nobody walks you through yeah. the parts of life. Like if, if – I guess this is growing up. Yeah, but, There's mean, no what, one telling me. Am what I gonna, do. I, if I, I'm going to end up getting fucked and paying taxes in two countries and shit. There's all sorts of weird shit that I'm like, wait a second, who do I even talk to? And the answer is somebody that I got to pay by the hour. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. there's, no, there's nothing easy here. So, yeah. Sounds like America. Is it, yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, every place is trying to fuck you. So um, I got to get the fuck out of here. However, I don't want to be gone from my family for – uh, uh, six weeks or more. So yep. 
to break up the 90 days, my girl and I are trying to get to Bali for a nice uh, little weekend. Reset mm. my visa. So wish me luck on figuring that out. Um, <clears throat> if my girl can come, we're going to go to a resort in Bali. If she can't, mm. I'm going to go for just a weekend of, of <laughs> intentional <laughs> intentional traffic jams in Jakarta. Mm. Uh, because and I'm going to FaceTime her from there, so it'll be like she went to Bali. And then- <laughs> well, she has right. no. Interest- oh, this is terrible. Ugh. No, listen. I love misery tourism. I would go yes, yes. to the most uncomfortable places on the planet if if she couldn't join me, right? So Jakarta, allegedly, uh, it's like Jakarta, like uh, Delhi and f- fucking uh, Manila have the worst traffic jams in the world. I want to see what's that. What that's like. <laughs> you gonna so, walk by them? Yeah, I guess. Well, you could take little. You gonna like, walk in them? You could take tuk tucks that kind of navigate through them if you're lucky. Um, but if our, any of our listeners have been to Jakarta, uh, hit me. Let me or know. Or live in Jakarta. I, though I hope. Yeah, actually, we. That's a fact. We. You know, we have a listener that lives in Burma. I never would have guessed that. Yeah. Um, it's a mission, so, but it's there. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. Um, here's hoping that my girl can come with me and we do the, uh, resort thing, but if not, uh, traffic jams thing. One step closer, new single dark blue run for cover records.com. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Great year guys. Uh, to live a lie.com go to the web store. Um, guys, you may or may not know about this, but to live a lie, put together a prayer for cleansing the rain and endless fall reissue. Oh, I'm yes, going to direct. I'm going to direct. I want you guys both to go in on it. I'm going to direct people. There are copies of the red shell version of the cassette still available in the store. Everything else, all the vinyl, everything else, I believe is gone and was gone within the first day. Very quickly. Um, Interesting background. And then you guys should go in on this. uh, If there's been many things to you, whatever. Um, for, for going the polished tribunal records remix and remaster from 2003 to live a lie has gone back to the old school original mix and given it a much bigger sound with a new 2022 remaster by Nick Townsend. So that's pretty cool. Um, this was a big record for a lot of people. And I think will and to live a lie knew that it was going to be big, but not quite as big of a deal as it was because it was there and then it was gone. Yeah, I mean, it sold out. I mean, and not even a day. Like, I think it was a few hours they sold. A few like, hours, every, yeah. I was like, I got one, thankfully. Hell yeah. I went and bought one because I, I saw the like, no holds, no exceptions. I'm like, oh, I think that means us too. Because I was going to be like, <laughs> uh, hey, Bob, can I get like a, yes, Will, if I get like a password? Yeah, right, yeah right. can I like sign in at 1159 and just purchase one before it goes live at noon or whatever? Um, yeah, I, I love this record. This is North Carolina. Fucking vegan trade edge dudes playing black metal before it was cool. Um, mm. Huge band. Like they, uh, um, <laughs> my funny backstory with this band was that um, the singer David Anthem and I were pen pals when that was a thing. Hell yeah. Um, I think we met through the Back to Basics um, zine. Wow. And like he wrote me like before, like I, I, I Indecision might have had like a seven inch out. Or maybe like the split would shut down. I think that was like, and we would literally ride back and forth to each other. Like, and then he was like, oh, I'm in this band. And I was like, holy shit. And then years later, I didn't, I didn't have a real gauge on how big they were. And we played um, 
a, a fest called Tuffalo Fest. I'll let you guess where that show, the <laughs> Tuffalo Fest was. But it was like Every Time I Die and American Nightmare and MPB and Santa Sangre. It was like all you know bands of the time that were pretty big. And they headlined and deservedly so. They were like humongous. And then they're coming back for the John Rivera show in the middle of December. Well, that I will be at in North Carolina. Um, but this is like super fast, like fast metal with like black metalish vocals. Um, a lot of songs about um, the Troubles in Ireland and song titles in Gaelic. And it was exactly what I was looking for at the exact time. Uh, this is a band that, uh, you, in, unless you were around, I don't think you can really uh, grasp how big an influence it, th- they were uh, it, quietly, and I still see it all the time. So there is a, a whole thread of hardcore that uh, worships this material. And uh, in my view, even though this was never my sound, I think that that's it's better. They're better off worshiping this than the bands that attempted to be them uh, immediately after, who were not nearly as good. Uh, right. And I think somebody, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's all right. David, David Anthem, uh, a guy I don't know, uh, is uh, somewhat a man after my own heart. If you are interested, go to David Anthem Bookseller uh, and see. See what the inside of my brain looks like, <laughs> which is just Oof. Uh, not great. <laughs> well, he, some great stuff, some he, not so good stuff. Uh, just uh, allowing for the fact that uh, to to acknowledge something is not to condone it, and to to uh, try to understand uh, people whose perspectives are very different than your own is uh, uh, maybe your role here uh, versus judgment. Uh, because he his whole thing is to uh, buy and resell material that uh, will will upset somebody. You know what I mean? It'll uh, it, it, you know, even the material that would really thrill ninety nine percent of our listeners might upset their parents. You know what I mean? It's mm. it's and th- that's the kind of material that uh, he deals in, and it's, and it's uh, inspiring to see him continue to do it and make that his life. And I think some of these folks went on to Between the Buried and Me, if that is, mm. and who became a big prog metal band. Um, yeah. So, yeah, for some background, great band. To com, check it out. Get it before you can't get it anymore. Um, guys, how you doing? How you feeling? And I know we got one other thing to get to before we just start chatting it up. Um, how you guys doing? How you feeling? I set an alarm for this. You did. It's it's brunch. It's brunch core over here. We're uh, setting no alarm for hardcore. Oh, this is still breakfast, man. Oh, it's still breakfast. It's mosh Patrick and nosh. Is, <laughs> Patrick is on his uh, late night. Uh, I've been up late night five. alone. I I, yeah. I fell asleep during Troll, which I watched with uh, my girlfriend and her child. Uh, mm. How was Troll? Hold up or no? Uh, no, not the not the Troll from the nineteen eighties. Uh, oh oh, like Trolls plural. No, no. These are all good guesses, Bob. But this is a. Uh, it's a documentary of your bridge nine days. <laughs> it's a Norwegian movie that is on Netflix at the. It's number one on Netflix in Australia. It's a. Uh, mm. It's basically just imagine, like the American Godzilla film, but with a giant troll. That's it. Oh, fun, fun. <laughs> and you fell asleep during that. 
Uh, I've been up since five. Uh, it gets it gets light here very early, and uh, it helps me wake up. I take the dog out. Uh, do you know what the number one help? Uh, this is news that our listeners can use. Uh, number one aid to me waking up is uh, knowing that I hate having to pee, and knowing that somebody else has to pee will makes me crawl out of my skin. I can't focus. I feel uncomfortable on their behalf. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so that's your one empathetic figure, like part yeah. of your body is when other people have to pee. Yes, it's it's. You have sympathy for that, but nothing else. If somebody tells me, "Ooh, I got to pee," I will make it my job to find them a toilet rather than know that they have to pee. You know, <laughs> so uh, knowing that the dog has to pee when I wake up makes me get up and immediately take that dog for a walk at six a.m. After which I'm not going back to bed. So, uh, I, but I've been awake since five this time. Mm. Guys, uh, we actually, <laughs> I don't know how to. Yeah, what do we, you, sometimes you just keep it's not moving. The easiest, um, it's not the easiest segue unless you want to talk about piss. Speaking of things that'll make you get up and get out of bed, LDB Fest. Yes, I got the lineup. Uh, we should talk about that. Uh, let's not bury the lead. Uh, it is sold out. We've heard maybe they'll try to figure out some things, but it is sold out as of right now. But your boys at Axe and Grind, especially uh, the King Tom, has uh, arranged for a little ticket giveaway. I don't even know how we want to do it. Send us a cool message. Uh, first person. Do we want to do first person, Tom? What do we want to do? What do we want to challenge the folks? Um, I don't know. Do we want to like something like that? I don't know. Share it. Tag us and first. And, and we'll pick a random one. And winner. tag LDB. Uh, How's that? And tag LDB. That's right. And we'll work with them to do us. So we've yes. got two tickets to give away. Uh, yes. So so you and a friend. You and a friend. Um, repost this episode. Tags Axe to Grind. Tag LDB. Uh, share that stuff on your social media. And we will randomly pick it uh, the day after this is posted. So this is Tuesday. This will come out on Tuesday. Uh, we'll be picking this on the Wednesday. So, uh, thank you, Tom. Tom. Yeah, thank you, everybody at LDB. Tom, tell us about LDB Fest 2023. Right, which is, oh, it hurts to hear, man. God damn it. Um, so, there's a pre show. We could do the pre show first at Portal. Um, kidnapped, Serration, a Sunday Star, which I think it is, but I can't read it because it's in cursive and it's small on my computer, so I apologize. Mm-hmm. Adrian, mm-hmm. Standstill, Last Wishes, Momentum, Pain of Truth at the at Portal in Louisville. That's the 16th of March. And then the, the main event, March 17th and 18th at the Triple Crown Pavilion. It's a new spot that they're having it at. It's beautiful. Um, should be nuts. Um, so the two headliners are Knocked Loose and Terror. Knocked Loose is celebrating their 10-year anniversary, which is wild. Um, and then we'll go alphabetical order from the back, from the bottom. World of Pleasure. It's like they're mm-hmm. playing. X Weapon X. Awesome. Okay. Vomit Fourth. Volcano. Um, Bamakara. Upon Stone. Two Witnesses. Tsunami. Spot. I don't know Upon Stone or Two Witnesses. Do you, Two witnesses are definitely from Louisville. Okay, um, are you fellows familiar at all? The, I'm I, I'm playing this one, so I'm trying to get familiar with everything because I'm going to have a. We're playing later in the day, and I'm going to have an opportunity to watch a lot of shit. So I'm going to 
make well, you take advantage of that opportunity. Is, is yeah, of the, course. I mean, if yeah, like why are we lying? Why are we lying? Listen, all right. Can I be honest about something? It's Louisville. What, what the fuck else am I going to do? There's got to be some like weird health food store that you have. Yeah, there is actually odd- Louis- Louisville. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they got a decent. Louisville's happen in town. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm denigrating Louisville. Louisville's actually uh, pretty fucking cool. Always has been good to me, uh, and I like. That was Patrick Kinlan who's denigrating Louisville. Patrick, I'm, I'm going to throw them. In cra- I'm going to throw them in a crazy bucket. They might not care for. Uh, two places that I think are really kind of fun to ride a bike through, uh, you know, like just kind of see it. Uh, Louisville and Indianapolis, two places I think are underrated in the U.S. So I, I will walk around, of course, but I don't think I'm going to find too much to get into. <laughs> I think I'm probably going to watch a lot of the bands. Patch is going to be catch me on Boardstown Road. Um, mm-hmm. Upon Stone is death metal from San Fernando Valley. Okay. No shit. So two witnesses, Tsunami, Spy, Simulacra, Regulate, Raw Brigade, Pain of Truth, One Step Closer, No Pressure, Mouth for War, Malevolence, Mutually Assured Destruction, what, what up Ace, Last Wishes, Koyo, Karma, Hold My Own, what's going on Greg, Gates to Hell, Fuming Mouth, Fugitive, Foreign Hands, Enervate, Dying Wish, Drug Church, Dose, and Age of Panic. Mm. Along knocked loose one night, terror headline in the other night. Uh, so, for for anybody interested uh, in the drug church church Discord, we open up the voice chat and we just play Fortnite. <laughs> so, if you want to, mm. if you want that um, kind of call of duty lobby uh, energy, uh, feel free to come over. But uh, one of the kids in there, I asked him what he was looking forward to. Uh, and he said foreign hands. He said foreign hands is kind of like right up his fucking alley. Uh, have you guys checked it out in any real way? Yes. Uh, Very early, early aughts energy. Yeah. Yes. And and like unapologetic about it. Like it's, it's very really, PT, a lot of PTW in that DNA. A lot of PTW. Um, Which is great. So, uh, I'm looking forward to anything I don't – there's like – as it turns out, I thought I didn't know a number of these bands. It's really – I'm just missing about four on this uh, list, and I'm looking mm. forward to checking them out. Uh, you know Fugitive? Uh, mm-hmm. My favorite Blake one, from Power Trip? I would say uh, top five motion pictures. So uh, I, was, <sighs> I was inclined to like the band regardless. Um, <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. I don't care. So, I don't so, care. <clears throat> uh, Amanda works with a person in the pharmaceutical industry whose name is Rick Kimball. Oh, doc. Oh, the Richard doc. Kimball. All I can think about. Everyone under 35 is like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is really movie. Straight up timeless. There's, there's a handful of movies that I'd say are timeless. That movie, it, it is aged. But in this way that I think is so amazing, like you can watch it at any time. Like it has these like time earmarked things, but it's almost like if someone were to try to make a movie that was set in the past, they couldn't do it better than that movie. Like it's just perfect. Nah. So for the younger folks, so Kylo Ren's dad <laughs> is suspected of killing his wife. It's true. And he, he has to disappear. 
and Tommy Lee Jones, who was Two Face in one of the older Batman. That's a dated reference too. I know. I'm trying to think. What uh, if if you're artsy and saw No Country for Old Men? Yep. Um, Oh, from fucking um, Men in Black. There you go. Not Will Smith. Yeah, white guy. (laughs) He's a cop who's trying to track down Kylo Ren's dad, and it ends up the wife was killed by somebody who's missing a hand. Yep. This (laughs) sounds ridiculous, but it's an amazing movie. Amazing. Uh, Amazing movie. Also a TV show. Yep. Way back uh, when, I think. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you guys, uh, any chance you're going to make it out to this thing? I mean, I think we, I'd like to. Yeah. yeah all right. I mean, what's, yeah. what's a flight from What's a flight from New York? Let's I see. They Let's pay see. us. They pay us to fly. The airlines do. That'd be cool. Yeah. They're like, here, you know, hey, come on. Let's see. Unlimited right. Diet Coke, if you just please. United to uh, Louisville. What's Louisville's? I, I really, really. Oh, look at this! How is it Covington? Funny. Louisville, Kentucky, the Standiford Field Airport. Do you know what the uh, uh, airport code was? I was about to say. I really pride is it myself. SDF. On, it's SDF. Mm. Um, I pride myself You've on heard it here first, codes, but I didn't know that one. What are the dates on that again? Let's reinforce this. 17th. March 17th and 18th, St. Patrick's Day weekend, SDF, a.k.a. there will be a self-defense family reunion mm-hmm. after show mm-hmm. on March 18th. No reunion. They, they ain't broke up. Yeah, we ain't that's bad. true. I, I just listened like to the OG the, version. I just listened oh, to four geez. new songs. How are the new tracks? Honestly, one of them is so fucking irritating and the rest are mm. gold. And well, well, I had a long conversation with another uh, longtime SDF fan. The pressure's on. Uh, this record's got to be banging. It's got to be banging because it's been a long time. I think people are going to be exactly how they always feel, which is I like this one. I don't like that one. <laughs> so, um, so there you go. I don't know. It's been it's been a while, as as our friends would say. Uh, three 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 and change. We can fly there. We'll there. All right, so uh, and it's direct, which is nice. I like that. That is. Nice. Ooh, what is that? Like an hour and a half flight? Uh, two and a half. Two two hours on the way back, so not bad. Yeah, that's a nice flight. All right. Um, yeah. Actually, speaking of Louisville, I had a f- conversation with our favorite guest from Kentucky, uh, and said that they're overdue for a revisit. So we're mm. we're doing that soon. Um, Ooh, I'd like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, LDB Fest, very cool. Uh. One thing I noted about the lineup, mixed, not it leans heavy, but not all the way because you have stuff like Drug Church, you have stuff like No Pressure, you have stuff, yeah, yeah. Then you have on the other side, you got a few faster things. You got Spies playing, um, nice mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the hell of vomit for like uh, fast fucking metal shit. Yeah, yeah, like. It leans on the heavy side, but I wouldn't say it's... I think there's a little something here for, for different people. You have a, a mix of established bands who've been around for a long time and then bands who are just hitting right now. Um, and, Can I make and, one observation? Please, yeah. go. Just looking at this lineup, it is just so unendingly cool that this is all young bands. And Terror headlining it makes 100% sense. And they're probably the only band that can do that. Yeah. Ter- like of that era. That's not like, we're back. Like, 
them headlining with Knocked Loose at a festival, everyone's under fucking 30. Yeah. aside. Makes total sense. <laughs> Listen, That's 32. I'm sorry. But yeah. yeah. You've exposed me. Uh, so Terror's fascinating because of uh, how people just take them. I don't. I wouldn't say they take them for granted because they still enjoy the shit out of them. But they, they kind of take their existence for granted. Because they've been there, always been there for 95% of people that go to hardcore shows in 2023. That's right. And That's right. We've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but maybe not even in the, in the depth that it deserves. Uh, and this, uh, sorry to the, I don't think these people exist anymore, but when we started this podcast, anytime uh, that we would talk about the practicalities of, of being a career uh, artist of some type, uh, there'd always be some weirdo that would like insist that hardcore bands are uh, supposed to like self emulate after the, the fucking demo. Um, <laughs> it, it terrors the way that terror has navigated their career, which is uh, by trying things and course correcting when necessary uh, is probably a model uh, uh, you could probably replicate that model if you actually paid attention and people i mean yo who has i mean what are we what are you talking about every of they're they're a progenitor of so many bands realizing that you can do it not that many do it like they do or have or the length that they have however i think they end up being template in a weird way um and i want to use that as a platform to spin off because you're not wrong. That conversation, there's still people having it. The like, uh, real hardcore belongs in the streets, not at the club. <laughs> and bands should not be making money and living off their band. And da da da. Um, when you do that, you compromise. Yo, I, I want to say, I think it's, I think a conversation that I have never heard is the sacrifice that people make. Uh, people on this podcast um, and it's a sacrifice, but maybe it's just a choice like that. The bands like terror uh, others, yo, they just said, Hey, I don't want that life and decided to go a different way. And that that conversation isn't had like, yo, okay. Um, you know, I, I think you should only do a hardcore band and not make any money and not, live off the band and not do these things. Okay. Well, you, you would rather work in a cubicle job so you can afford a mid-sized ranch home in your shitty town. That's totally cool. Maybe people who were in band said, well, you know what? Instead of the cubicle job or the job that breaks my knees every day that I have to go do manual labor in, I will figure out doing this band thing. And yeah, maybe it means I have an apartment. Maybe it means I live in a house with roommates. Maybe it means X, Y, and Z. I am making quote-unquote sacrifices and really just different life decisions to enable me to do the thing I love for my life instead of of not compromise on this music and compromise on my fucking passions of life instead by, by saying, well, but that DIY band I did never, <laughs> we never made any money and I never lived off of it. And now I scrub floors 
and that's the way it's supposed to be. And it's like, well, is it I'm, though? I'm just a working man. Um, well, listen. so it's it's just a concept I never thought about till just now because I'm like, you know what? That angle of it, I don't think I ever hear people talk about. And and I'm not saying that the person who says, "Yo, I'm we're we're gonna be basement forever." Most of my favorite fucking hardcore bands are not the careerist hardcore band, the band who did. But it doesn't have. It's not because of those bands. It's because of more sonic reasons. That said. I have so much respect for the people who chose to do the things they love in life for their life and what comes with that. Yo, uh, Pat, you can speak to this. There's a lot of things in life that you have passed by on, quote unquote, that a lot of people are like, man, you didn't want that. And it's like, well, instead, I, I do my bands all the time. Yeah, I mean, I, I really look, this is to so many of our listeners uh, these are first world problems that they're they're just going to call me like a complete prima donna but i'm not that smart a guy uh but i'm not so stupid that anybody should talk to me like i'm stupid and uh that is what you sign on for when you uh retard your uh, financial growth your career growth to pursue this other thing you have people talk to you like you're stupid and just as a point of pride and a personality defect potentially on my part, that's the most painful fucking thing in the world where I want to, I just want to fucking slap people's faces. And that was probably, I mean, you know, look like I'm much more comfortable in uncomfortable uh, positions than most people. I, you know, when I was separated from my girl, I slept on a cot for a year. You know, I I, I really don't care about that type of shit. Um, but people talking to me like I don't know what I'm doing, uh, irritating. Um, so these are just the things you sign on for. Everybody thinks they know better than you. And I, the fact is maybe many of them do, you know what I mean? Or at least they have a, a, a great plan for their own life. Um, and I've said on this podcast, and I'll say it again, for a lot of our listeners, uh, you value your family much more than you value riding around in a little fucking van. And you're right. like that's that's completely fine i like don't ever feel the judgments of some dude making like twenty three thousand dollars a year to fucking like uh almost like probably die in a van accident you know like don't like don't ever feel like oh i should have been doing what he's doing if you have a family you 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 fucking won you know but the uh yeah you 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 run i mean that's the that's the both sides right you know what i mean like the decisions you make in life I, i think sometimes we like the dated idea here is the how you're supposed to live right? and what it, you it, miss out on and what have you. And it's like, actually, you just make decisions and you go with it and you, hopefully you enjoy what those decision, decisions wrought. And if you don't, you, you have the wherewithal to change those things. Um, but, but that's kind of an interesting thing I think about is like, yo, any band who's going for it, a few exceptions – but it's many bands, especially from the hardcore world I know, who are like, yo, we're, we're going to kind of drop everything and make this our focus and tour for the next two, three, however, un, unending number of years. There's a lot of struggle there. Give up things personally. Give up these things. Do these things. And, you know, those are... Sacrifice feels like an inappropriate word because a lot of times it's like, nah, but this I'm doing what I want to do, so whatever. You know, like it's not like I'm giving up on something else. 
there are times where you have to do that. You, you mentioned family, especially as you see this, people choosing to go this path, you end up, you know, you were away from your family for a long time, just this past time. Um, there's all these choices you make. And I don't know, I, I, I see something like terror and, and the success to me is that it seems like whether you like their music or not, they've been doing what they want to be doing, which is this band for 20 years now. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's awesome. You know, it, it, unrelated to terror, just in terms of family, I thought this one was interesting. A band that is uh, known to all of our listeners. I'm not a fan of them, but uh, they had a lot of fans. Adjacent. It's, it's adjacent music. Sure, sure. Um, do we lose Tom? Tom, do we lose you? Yes, I'm out. No, okay. <laughs> no, no, I was laying out, letting you guys okay. fucking chat it up. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, no, I just think it's yeah. Just looking at the lineup and them headlining, and it's not being like it's, it's not like dusty. exactly where they need no. to be. Yeah, it's not absolutely, which is cool. Like, I mean, he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, they're in our age range. Like, could you think of any other band in our range range that would headline a festival like that? And it's not like. I can't believe we got so and so back together. Few yeah. and far between. Yeah, Few, frankly, like, frankly, yeah, frankly, I don't want to talk about it because I'll just get in trouble. <laughs> All <laughs> right, Patrick, you're, you're a Jason Ben. Oh no, I was just gonna say, uh, I just thought this one was kind of heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time. Um, this kid, uh, musician that people really admired, I guess. Uh, again, it's Axel Rose. It's, it's too adjacent for me to be honest, but uh, he caught cancel shrapnel, you could say. He, mm. he was a collateral damage in somebody else's cancellation. Mm. And uh, he doesn't play music anymore because uh, he saw that shit firsthand that, oh, people are going to talk about you like you're not a human being and, and just assume the worst about you. Again, this is one of those circumstances where this isn't a foul dude. He was basically he got blown up because a, a, a former bandmate stepped on a landmine uh Mm. You know, I can't make an excuse. It sounds like he intentionally stepped on the landmine, but it, but uh, this fella got blown up with him, and uh, now he just won't play music again, uh, despite loving music and all that. Simply because he, you know, in the in the words of his friend, uh, he looked at his three year old and said, "I'm not doing a thing where somebody can just get online and make my three year old lose respect for me." You know what I mean? Like, I'm just not doing it. And I think that there's, uh, you know, that's just in line with the choosing family sort of thing. There's, uh, I don't know if there's a higher virtue than choosing your family. I don't know if I'd make the same decision as that dude. I'd be like, fuck it. Fuck it. The three-year-old can not believe the bullshit either. But, uh, but you know, like to a lot of our listeners, like we, uh, I'll put it like this in comic books. I meet a lot of guys who, who had a cup of coffee at the big two, mm. uh, maybe had some success uh, in, in, in the indie comics or create their own comics, but, and now they're off doing more, more profitable things, but they're still kind of bitter because they, it's like you, you played in one game in the NFL, you know, or, 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 you, or you played half a season and you felt like it could have done more or whatever. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But you don't need to feel that way. Uh, if it, there's life takes you in so many different directions. I, I, I don't know if we, if I bored you guys with this uh, last. No, one, no, no. There's a, uh, th- there's an interview with MC search 
of uh, mm. third base. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've on, watched all these things this week. This yeah, did you? So, so Tom yeah. and I have a similar algorithm. <laughs> so uh, this one was on the Math Hoffa show, My Expert Opinion, and it's really insightful. Uh, you know, he he's uh, apparently a, that dude's full of shit, though. Yeah. Well, look. <laughs> I'm Math Hoffa. Look, look, look. Um, search has his critics. Uh, his his recall is so strong that either he is a fantabulist of the highest order, or yes. or, or he is uh, he he just happens to remember a lot of things better than other people. Mm. I don't know which one. Right, I, I wasn't there. Seems a little bit too on the nose. Then, like you remember stuff from 1982, right? Uh, <laughs> that is a danger, right? Like they say, you're probably lying when you uh, put too many details into your story. Um, but whatever the case is. Uh, a business person uh, who he, he's an artist who who uh, wanted to be out of the rap game at 27. He thought he he's like, oh my god, if you're rapping past 27, you're fucking washed. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but you know, a lot of the interview is him talking about kind of putting things aside for his wife, uh, who mm-hmm. he obviously has a lot of respect for or fears the shit out of. I don't know. But the, the, he uh, – Everything is in her name, by the way. Yeah. All of his mm. businesses are in her name. He doesn't do business with anybody unless uh, she meets them first and gives them – and signs off. It, to, to be honest – Any money he spends has to get approved. Like, yeah. You could probably yeah, – I mean this – look. Uh, Tom, and I, Tom and I probably – it sounds like Tom and I had the same read, which is a fellow that got in – uh, so much trouble, and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know all, all of a sudden his uh, yeah his, his PlayStation got taken away. Right, yeah. Um, so, but the, but there is something sweet about uh, uh, you know kind of uh, becoming that family fellow that goes. I guess I you know for the sake of this woman's going to take my kids away. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like I'm I'm yeah, I, yep. I'm going to do everything the right way uh, for the remainder of my life and be like a simping ass kisser uh, to my wife because. Uh, even if I feel like I, I, I like I'm too much, I'm too much of an individual to put up with this bullshit. Uh, the, 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 it's worth it, right? There's sub, there's something to that. Now I listened to him with a combination of admiration and horror. <laughs> he was. I mean, like, he also talked about being an addict. Did you get to that yes, part? A lot of it was a lot. And of they're it like, oh, what was your drug of choice? He's like weed, and people are like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, well, he, he also said he at first he said I'd decline, I'd decline, I'd prefer not to say, which is right because it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, well, right. listen, you know, as someone who works with people that are you know use substances. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're not fucking addicted to weed, Tom. You know my Stop feeling. It. You know my feeling. Stop I, it. I, I think I think weed is a, a scourge. I think weed has destroyed more lives than uh, than, than, <laughs> than, than malaria. Uh, oh, it, a raid has entered the chat. Green rage yeah. has entered the chat. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, this is just all to say that uh, I know sometimes we have listeners who uh, still wish they were in a van. Sometimes you don't need to feel mm. that way, man. You, you, your roofing job plus two kids that respect you is uh, worth more. Than Yo, that, 
Yeah, yo, one hundred percent. The the conversation isn't. It's it's. Uh, find passion where it is, whatever that is. I, I know plenty of folks who hate their day job but get home and are so happy. Uh, and and I know people who you would assume have the coolest life, do cool stuff. Who seem then you talk to them and it's like, oh my god, this is a miserable person. Holy shit, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot you of know? the coolest dudes I know. <laughs> oh, it's such a sad thing. Um. Anyways, you guys want to talk some more hardcore? Because I wanted to say this LDB Fest lineup. I'm getting an echo, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, we're getting some slap back in your. I don't know if you're just listening through your computer speakers or what you're doing. Yes. Yeah, no worries. We're I think it's too, gone now. Getting too much of that. Um, go on. I'm seeing. I was thinking about this with the LDB Fest lineup. I was thinking about this, uh, the Triple B Fest that just happened this past weekend. These are mixed lineups. Not that, you know, that could be said for hardcore festival lineups from jump, basically. You know what I mean? The the goal is always you want to mix it up a little bit. But I'm getting the sense that that this is reflective of a generalist attitude, you know, like a generalist mentality that a kid isn't there just for the heavy bands and maybe they scope out one of the lighter bands and they like it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, I'm here for... Uh, Pain of Truth and Tsunami and Knocked Loose and Terror, but this Koyu thing is pretty cool. Am I wrong to say that I, more so than at any point before, and it's a, you know, you could almost circle this as a, a axe to grind drinking game, but like it's generalist. I'm seeing more people who are young who like different things cross board. So it might be like, yeah, my favorite bands playing LDB are. Uh, Pain of Truth and Tsunami and No Pressure and Koyo and Mutually Assured Destruction. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Right, like that. Yeah, right. Or Spy. Like those are the way. It feels my, more natural. Right, right. Thank you. And this and doesn't that, feel like you back in the day. You would see like a mixed bill that you could be like, oh, like. This is intentionally trying to be like, why can't you see Get Up Kids and Spaz and Monster X together? Why not? Like, yeah, it's cool, right. bro. Like, <laughs> this is like, I mean, and because there's that famous flyer. I don't know. You, you yep. guys are probably familiar yep. with it from like 97. It was like Braid, Get Up Kids, Ethel Reserve, Monster mm-hmm. X, Spaz, and somebody else. Yeah. 97A, maybe. I, I, but like, that was like, th- never the twain shall meet on that show. People yeah. that were going to see Spaz wasn't like, I can't, I'm so stoked to see Braid. But right. in 2022, 2023, those people exist now. Right. And that's and, awesome. And I, uh, I've i been low-key critical of the uh, kind of chaos and Tejas uh, energy. Mm. Uh, same with fun, fun, fun. Uh, I, I've always been a bit critical of those. And it's not because I got anything against them. I, I you know, God bless everybody who enjoyed those things, and and uh, you know a lot of good bands played. But there was uh, to, to both those festivals, there was a these things aren't the same, but they're both we we are telling you they're both cool guy shit, hmm. and that's why you gotta that's why you have to uh, enjoy integrity plus hame. You know what I mean? Like that type of shit. Like where it's like, mm-hmm. like, and I 
fucking hate that energy. That's off. Uh, that's off playing at the six in the evening sort of energy. And uh, <laughs> that I never liked. You make a good point. That 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 that's exactly what it feels like. And I'd never under. I never felt that. Like I I felt an undercurrent of that, and I didn't know why. Yeah, and, and but that's look, the vibe. They're like, of course, Cox Bar and Death Side and fucking right. Because some all, other random band go together, and that shit pisses me off to a degree because it's. I don't believe cool is uh, cool is not linking things in my mind. You understand? Like it's it's, right. it's not like I, I don't want to. Ooh, White Lung is playing, and uh, also uh, Crudos. You know what I mean? And it's well, like well, look, so one, it, one of those I might like, one of them I might not, but. But the fact is that somebody telling me this this shit is cool. And that's yeah, why yo, I so like it. Yes, I don't, play, I don't play that game. You're you're pointing at something that that yo fuck tastemaker culture. Okay, sure. like that. That's what it comes down. And like, here's the thing I want to say: when you're booking shows, when you're booking festivals, whatever, whatever, you have a chance to using fucking insane word salad bullshit curate a show. Yo, that is cool. Do it to your taste. You know what I mean? This is the uh, salt to taste portion of the recipe. Put what you want in there. I love that shit. I love doing it. I don't think it makes me cool. But there's a tastemaker culture that happens in a lot of places, different places, where all of a sudden um, this type of rice is cool, but that rice, not cool. And you can't put it with this dish. So, so... Don't subscribe simply because and I, I love what both of you said. This like idea like, wait, why is this cool? But that's not cool. Like cool linking things. It's a weird, weird thing. Yeah. I mean, it's for my, it's like for my uh, normie friend. Who, uh, so I, I don't, I'm sure I've talked about him on worst possible timeline. I don't think I've talked about him on this podcast. I have a friend that I've known for you know, over 20 years who uh, is successful in music and he makes me vomit. You know, he makes me fucking <laughs> throw up. I talk to him okay. almost every day and I fucking like every day is like I verbally abuse him because he's a fellow that is a shirts only band. So um, the Ramones, uh, right. ba- Bad Brains, Black Flag. Um, and then also, of course, uh, uh, you know, kind of like the Stooges levels sort of shit. Yeah. And despite only having the you know, the, I don't even know what you call that. Like the jukebox of obvious uh, as your fucking reference. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Despite that, he, he is a tastemaker. He, he plans festivals and, uh, he, he, he was the one responsible for like a show that's, that some of you have watched on, uh, on television. He was the guy who put the music on. He decided which fucking bands played the music. And, you know, again, this is my friend for fucking many, many years. So when I when I'm shitting on him, I shit on him in fucking person too. Love and love, yeah, right? But, but, but it's he, he is he's this is surface level shit to me. You know, what I mean? like like and and it's and it but it's cool, right? Like he knows things that are cool that because he heard that they're cool, <laughs> and, and it's like that's that's that shit that I I just can't abide, man. Like there's music that fucking touches you and. Honestly, not much of it is cool. <laughs> well, 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 well. Let's pull back too, though, because there is an element, and you'll you'll acknowledge this, where sometimes things are cool and good. 
Oh yeah, I mean, look. and they're not necessarily linked because of that. You know what I mean? Because we that, we are acknowledging there's lots of stuff that is good but not cool, and we're also saying there's lots of stuff that's cool but not good. So remember that just because it's cool doesn't mean it's not good. Quite often, we hear this, we see it with popularity and things. If it's popular, it must be good. No, no, no. But but if it's popular, a lot of people check it out. And then if it's popular, a lot of people don't check it out because it's popular. So don't always link those things. When you conflate them, you get things screwed up. And it's it's like, yo, don't check it out just because it's cool, but don't not check it out because it's cool too. Sure. I, I mean, Bad Brains would be the best example. If, if you didn't check out Bad Brains because they're like obviously cool, you're doing yourself a disservice. Right. right. So tons of stuff like that. Yeah. I think of it more in, in current context, but you know what? It's a great point to talk about that with, with respect to going backwards in music and like historical reference stuff, you know? So whatever, all, all of, uh, all of this is to say, yeah, terror rips. Uh, <laughs> all of, no, listen, um, Putting together, and I didn't mean to shit on. I don't know anybody. That's You're not. You, you were kind about it. You're, yeah, for chaos. Yeah. And I don't know anybody responsible for fun, fun, fun. Uh, it's entirely possible that those those uh, festivals were just a real honest expression of what those people really enjoyed, right? I, I don't. Or know. a reflection of the people that were coming. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, and I will say this: I, I can't speak to fun, fun, fun. Uh, fellow who did chaos and chaos, I think very largely was a reflection of the shit he really liked. Yeah, there and, you go. So, and so, was able to bring and and like certainly brought his own personal taste to it. And right. I, I think and, that's and, it was commendable uh, in the moment. And like as we get further and further away, the things he was able to pull off and bring out are. Right. Not just rare, but like notably, like wow. Yeah, so. a couple legendary fucking appearances, and, and yeah. honestly, uh, I don't wish to take a thing away from that. I, I, yeah. I'm I'm simply saying that there's uh, when you say mixed bill sort of energy, uh, or, or you know, really far field bands. There's just a couple. There's in, there's examples of that that I that did not work for me. That's all I'm saying is that like <clears throat> even things that w- were. Uh, really impressive uh, lineups or, or it, it just didn't have the right energy of what this mix of bands is. Now, regarding the festivals that we're seeing lately, now. I, 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 listen, Sound of Fury last year, what was the fucking metal band that played where I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, th- this is uh, people. Was it Creeping Death? <laughs> Say it again. I thought it was creeping death. Is that okay. right? Uh, played early the yep. day that yeah, so the yes. day that I played. Maybe listen, that band fucking took the stage and from fucking before yes. they started playing, people were having a good time, ready to rip it up, and yep. uh, that showed me. Oh right, you know what I mean. Like now, Spy. All respect in the world to Spy. Spy is kind of easy in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're doing a hardcore fest. Here's this band that leans punk. Hardcore kids are stupid and think punk is cooler than they are. So if you put a fucking <laughs> punk band on, people go, no, 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 this is cool. This is cool, right? But if you put a fucking metal band, particularly a death metal influenced metal band on, people, people, that's different, right? That's not easy. We don't know. Like you could brick with that. Nobody's – and again, this is respect to Spy. It was a good band. You're not going to brick with Spy because the hardcore kids are, are – they're open to that. Right, but yo, a lot of hardcore kids, even if they pretend, 
they're not, they can't get through a death metal set. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so like, it's to see a, a death metal influence band fucking just rip, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. something that's got thrash, but also a lot of death metal influence. It, 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 uh, that taught me, like, oh, we're living in a different era now. It, 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 there's people that are open to everything at this shit. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I hear what you say on the, the punk side and it feeling cool. And I actually wanted to ask you, Tom, about that. But, but I think the metal stuff, there's, there's never been a time where metal made more sense to the, the average hardcore kid. And I got to be honest, I think there's a lot of 25 to 30-year-olds walking around out there who know so much more about metal and have so much more of a threshold for it than I do. Um, because I think it's just more built into the DNA. Like... I've had to go through and learn about nuclear assault and, you know, uh, whiplash. Whereas I think a lot of kids who are into the hardcore of, of the past five years, it's like, oh, if you like, if you like Power Trip, if you like Mind Force, even maybe, maybe you go back and check that stuff out for reference point, you know, um, and dudes doing it much younger. So I don't know. I, I and then the death metal stuff. There's a you know, the gate creepers of the world. There's a lot of stuff on that tip that is way entrenched. Um, for me, yeah, death metal, I couldn't I couldn't stand through a death metal set, but I think there's a lot of people who, who not just into it, but like actively seeking it out um, and see the crossover and see why it intermingles. Does that make sense to you, Tom? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think back, you know, Way back when I was a kid, mm-hmm. way back in my day, like <laughs> there were a few people that like death metal, but it wasn't like a standard thing. Right. Now it's like you, you can like, you know, fucking Gates of Hell, Koyo, and Spy, and regulate, and it go. No, this all makes sense. Right, right. So I want to like you only like you like those rev bands were the only like pop punk emo bands you could like because they had the rev star. Right, right, right. You it could was listen to the Pearl past. Jam. But you can listen to fucking, you know, like Far, Far Side's right. cool. Sure. But, you know, you can't, you know. I remember going to a show wearing a Soundgarden shirt, and I remember being like, fuck. Uh-oh. Like, I should have worn this shirt. <laughs> like, I look like um, a pose dog. Like, now I'd be, like, the coolest kid in school. But then I was like, oh, I'm going to get beat up. Yeah, you really cool. <laughs> um, when, when it comes to punk being too cool, Tom, have yes. you felt that in terms yes. of, like, yeah, well, yes. yes. Have you felt it in terms of one? Uh, this isn't something where if I go to the show, like this is like preventing you from feeling like, oh, I, I belong at being able to go to this show. To liking these bands, that kind of energy. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, and maybe this is my own like uh, my own you know view of it that is wrong. I feel like, well, number one, like so, I think. People that play punk as compared to people that play like hardcore, mm-hmm. I think punk people think like you play top forty music, but I'm the real punk. Mm. Mm. Me, right? That's the vibe that I always get. And also, like if I go to like a, like a straight up like like if you know if I went to you know Warthogs play in Brooklyn at the end of the month, right? Sure, yeah. Had a really nice time with them. Great band, love to see them again. Yeah, I'll look like an undercover cop if I'm there. Huh. 
<laughs> right. You know what I mean? It looks. I look like fucking Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. Because if you, wear, if you wear your glasses, you are straight up a narc. You, you are really on some other shit. Right. What I'm gonna wear like a Rangers jersey and some fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I'm gonna stand out like a fucking. You know, like. Um, you should just go. You should just get a uh, like a off the rack leather jacket and put oh, yeah. one brand new pin on and be like, "Hello, kids." Hello, I, fellow punkers. Yeah. I, I am punk. You know what I mean? like, yeah, no, no, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Because in my, it's like one of those things. Like, it's like that meme that it's like they don't know that I'm blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I go to these things. You know, like they don't know I've played CBs and ABC No Rio. Like I'm punker than all these fucking people. <laughs> like they don't realize that because I dress um, like an uncle. Yes, I uh, I dress essentially. I might dress more punk now than I did when I was younger because I wore I wear less button up shirts now. Um, Tom, <laughs> I would see him. For, I saw From Ashes Rise in like 2000. I see him on their early records. I saw him a bunch. Uh, 2007, 2008, somewhere in there. I went and saw. I went to go see From Ashes Rise play this um, warehouse in Long Beach, California. And I get there. A guy I know, I don't know now, but I knew at the time. A kid who uh, definitely considered himself a very punk guy. Like, had the look, etc. Um, literally says to me, what are you doing here? In a like right. straight up like you don't belong energy, and I can't explain how enraged I was. Right. I definitely this isn't a carry on show. What the fuck are you doing here, bro? Like yeah, right, 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 exactly. And um, and I mean, I overreacted. It was uh, and acted out of out of hand. But um, but Smack I him. I was very I I left shortly thereafter because I was so put off by the energy. And uh, and it was just so lame. And it was like one of those things. I was like, I can't believe that just happened. And it it did. And and like that's the only time I've ever experienced someone actually doing it. But even just the feeling of it, the feeling that that's like the energy around someone looking at you at that show is such a bummer. And like a lot of it, we got to acknowledge a lot of it's in in the head. Until someone says it to you, it's you know you can go. Uh, I'm overthinking it. But yo, it's a bad feeling. I, I I have to imagine there's some reverse, and I'm sure during the height of youth crew era, um, a kid in a, a metalcore shirt or a punker uh, surrounded by gray hoodies and cargo shorts probably felt the same. <laughs> you oh, know, course. but um, it, it it is it is wild that that's the like uh, that that's still and and I. Maybe, and this is all to say, as I believe the general's thing, and you noted it, like the kid who likes Koyo and Regulate and Spy and Pain of Truth and Knocked Loose, and it being like, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe that's uh, slowly going the way of the dinosaur, and that's a cool energy. And uh, hopefully, if you feel like you're not supposed to be somewhere, uh, know that uh, know you can be wherever the hell you want to be. And... Uh, don't let that you weird can wear energy. Like a regular T-shirt. You don't have to like wear a battle vest to be punk. <laughs> if they take True. that shit off, that's a good question. If they don't respect, yeah. like, are you going to like your like my sister's christening? You know, christening her baby. Are you wearing your fucking? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, do you have like your fucking hair charged? And you wearing? 
I mean, if you do, then that's cool. But like, I, I don't, I don't buy it. You comb your hair and you put on a fucking, you know, and then you post a picture saying your boy cleans up nice. Axe to Grind is a uh, full supporter of Keep That Same Energy with your uh, daily attire. Uh, if, if you're wearing it on your day off, um, uh, that should probably be the, the clothes you wear to the show and vice versa. I was just talking about that with somebody. Yeah. That I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, like I always liked the bands that was like, oh, oh, you showed up in the clothes you were going to play in. Yeah, this is this is a big unless you have like a tour. Like I know touring bands have like the like here's my yeah, stage yeah. outfit because I don't want to sully my other shit. Right, but like spatial needs. Like here's the clothes I wear on stage because I'm going to sweat in these, and then after the show right. I take them off and they sit there and dry out, ready for the next right. night. Who cares? Yeah, smelling like a million bucks. Yeah, but like other <laughs> stuff, it's like you should just like you know this is what I came to the show. Like it's not like you know you're not fucking Iron Maiden. No, but but this is a conversation because every time I shit on people playing dress up, whatever words we want to use for this, um, it's always pointed out to me that I do like something that has a performance element. You know what I mean? Like something where it's like, yeah, that's like part of the whole. So I'm a hypocrite on this too because I'm right there with you, Tom. I, I you know. Fugazi, I can shit on them on this podcast all the time and say that it was like kind of emotionally distant and all that. But uh, the fact that they uh, looked like they just worked at the, uh, you know, the the fucking radical bookstore part time, yes, part time, and uh, fucking struggled to, to to make rent on the practice space and like, so they just looked like dudes. You know, there, there, was, something, yeah. there was something profoundly um, uh, welcoming about that aspect of it. Agree, agree, agree. Do we also agree there's a performative element of that? Oh, of course, yes. Because I have a feeling if noted Washington Wizards fan, Guy Picciotto, <laughs> showed up to... Uh, a show on their 95 tour wearing a Chris Weber bullets Jersey. Mm. There probably was going to be a conversation in the van. Yeah. 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 Like, Oh, you, you're going to wear that on stage, dude. That's not our energy. What do you mean? I mean, have you, Pat, have you ever had that conversation? Cause I've definitely had that conversation. No, but I want to say, I think, I, I think I was recently discriminated against, not discriminated. That's the wrong fucking term. All uh, right, was, relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the wrong term. I think I was recently uh, shitted on uh, by a two Ds by a dude who uh, I think I've told a story out of school about uh, his band on this podcast, and I think that he said no to something that it, it just occurred to me. I got shut down for something that I wanted to get done. Mm, and it, and because I he didn't said realize no. who the boss was, but the boss is a guy that I uh, maybe have told a, a story or two about on this podcast. Damn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now, I am so intrigued. All right, that's the end of the podcast. Like we got to get yeah, down there. Yeah, we got to. <laughs> uh, I mean, I remember having conversations. Like, so our, the yeah. Indecision Drummer was a bit of a, a metal, sort of new metal guy, but like early on. Yeah. Like and we play like you know like CBs and he'd wear like a machine head shirt. I'm like, what the fuck are you wearing? Right. Now he, now like we're playing with Madball and you're wearing a fucking Slipknot shirt. Like what is going on? Like now it's like totally fucking standard. But I remember back in the day being like, yo, it's either got to have to have like a Rev Star on it, yeah. <laughs> right? Or you're wearing a collared shirt. Like we're yeah. not getting up there. 
Yeah, our friends. You're wearing a fucking shirt, right, soccer right. jersey, a Sepultura soccer jersey. You know, in does, the new metal years. Does Justin still wear collared shirts? Yeah, Justin looks like he just like he like he shows up like that. He just cut a ribbon at a new supermarket. Yeah, okay, well, he, he, while, he quite likely did. Yeah, for a while yeah. he was wearing. Uh, my memory of Justin on stage, actually, ever. I mean, I've seen your band. It looks seen, like Frank Black. I've seen you. He wears short sleeve collared shirts. Is my memory <laughs> not work shirts necessarily, but short sleeve collared shirts? Is that actually- well? No, that's more like we had like a we had a mouthpiece vibe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dress nice on stage like during the Indecision MPB days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like not nice, like not like Sons of Abraham nice, but like nice. Yeah, <laughs> like Sons of Abraham would wear like. Like nice sweaters, like we didn't do that, but like we looked like you know, oh, like uh, we got to go to dinner with our mom after. All right, cool, I'm I'm good. Like no, now he wears like he looks like Frank Black from the uh, Pixies. Okay, yeah. it, for a while he like long, like, like he looks like he just came from some like I just broke ground on a new park. That's what he looks like. Because right, for a while it, he looks like he he was like like he just walked out of the Olive Garden or some shit. <laughs> like as a, a server or yeah, as, as, a, a as a patron that, that's how you know tom, tom is no not uh, not doing the the uh next indecision or most precious blood reunion is when they're doing olive garden like ripoff shirts it's just like when you're here you're the olive garden <laughs> yo my memory of uh clothing decision choices when i've been in a van with patrick was uh, there was conversation about it, but it was open hostility and mocking of each other. Um, and and uh, never was there a, well, you shouldn't wear this in a like band meeting way, but in a, you look like an asshole kind of way. And, and yeah. Yeah. Like Pat. The, the, the kind of uh, jocular ribbing that people uh, who, who do love each other can, can get away with. I, I sure. Think, so I, Pat. I think Drug Church has a rule that if you're, n- if you're not a drummer, you better be wearing pants. I think that's mm. a Drug Church rule. Mm. Yeah, but what do you guitar players like go shirtless a lot? Yeah, I listen. I love shirtless. in jeans. Uh, uh, by the way, let me just throw some fucking hate out into the world because this occurred <laughs> to me the other day. Uh, hey, where is that miserable person who used to jump out against bands be, not wearing a shirt and, and be like, "Oh, this is misogyny and all that bullshit"? <laughs> expired. I just talked. I just it talked expired. about this. Yeah. Where, 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 yo, I don't see you chasing turnstile on this. Where are you at? Where you at, miserable person? You know. Well, we, I just saw Primitive Blast, and the singer popped the shirt off like two songs in. Yo, I listen. I don't and like no one. Like I was like, oh man, like Pat would get banned for this. Yeah, yeah, I have been. I, I, I just like look. I've. This is not me seeking OG status. There's gentlemen and ladies who are. So I much, took my shirt up for anybody. No, who are just so much like. Like I don't even feel entitled to be like tell old guy stories on this podcast just because we everybody here. Oh, knows, thanks, Pat. <laughs> listen, everybody here knows my uh, stories are funny. We know people mm-hmm. that are that have been around longer than us, a lot longer, right? Mm-hmm. And and I don't wish to sound like Father Time, but I've just seen so many eras pass by. Like they just wash over you. Like oh, remember the era where Patrick was getting yelled at for not wearing a shirt? No, nobody fucking remembers that. <laughs> Well, the errors in hardcore are like three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, so, Pat, remember when you had that weird jumpsuit that smelled like the gasoline that killed the person who wore it before you? I do. Yeah. What or, band would what? Which of your bands would you be? Would you get away with wearing that on stage? So here's the thing. Um, I'm a difficult personality in drug church. Mm. No, what? I, 
Um, self-defense would just let that fly because the, it, it's a very laissez-faire sort of vibe, right? It's like uh, – And you're the leader. It's a cult and you're the leader. Is that fair? No. Everybody – it's just – that's herding cats. There's no point. If people wanted to wear like full Mardi Gras outfits, we just – it's fucking – I can't – That's I correct. Have time to fucking chase this around. <laughs> you know what I mean? So – uh, but drug church is like you know goes for like more of like a traditional band sort of vibe, like a, like a like a unit sort of vibe. Uh, but I am really difficult. Where like they know that uh, they know that I will fucking just not play that night if we don't go to Whole Foods. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think so you're prima prima donna. I, yeah, listen, I'm brutal. I, I uh, do you still have that jumpsuit? Uh, I believe that it is acting as a uh, uh, what would you call it a, a, a flame liability? What, what do you what do you call doorstop? What are we talking about? What are you, no, what no, are you, no. When, when something's going to potentially like oily rags in your house? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's fire hazard. Fire, yeah. thank flame you. accelerant. Accelerant. You're both right. You fellas yeah. are geniuses. I'm thinking mm. thing Bernie thing. So the Bernie thing. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's currently acting as a, a, a as a fire hazard at my folks' house. Mm. If people don't remember, Pat actually wore yeah. a jump like a like I, I just got out of the you know Formula Five Hundred or whatever. Yeah, the F one. Yeah, he was full F one. Patrick. Yeah, and he walked in, but it still smelled like gasoline. Yeah, and had like a person. It it, it belonged to somebody. Yep. Because the person's name was on it. So, so the, and we tried to come up with a backstory. The well, the, the the actual true backstory is harder to to say on air than than not. So maybe we'll close on this. But that's that's what's called you bought clothing at a thrift store and you didn't wash it. That's correct. Yes. Good night, everybody.